Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Podcast, Thursday, August the 20. Jesus, 26 already. The, the, uh, the lights are coming down on summer and Dave. We talked about it last night a little bit, but it's uh it's officially dark. It's 927 at night here. Uh show 131, 1420 sports podcast uh, golf team. We went down without a without a fight tonight. The the dream is over. We got beat by uh, a formidable opponent in Davis Dodge team. They uh they smoked us, but uh, it was fun nonetheless. Dave, um first off, what are you drinking tonight? I have in my hand, I went out and bought uh, some cans of East Coast IPA. I just had my first sip. It's pretty nice. It's a good thing. It's brewed out of Calgary by the OT Brewing Company. Like, yeah, you know this isn't government-sponsored in Alberta because East Coast IPA, they would would probably reject it. There you go. Say, Say no, we're good. I'm uh, I'm sticking with the he ain't heavy. He's my brother from Medicine Hat from uh, Hell's Basement Brewery. I had a few left uh, from yesterday. I didn't get into her last night, uh, so I had some of those left. I've got some Bud Lights cooling in the fridge that uh, might get into tonight. Days off are starting for me, Dave. I'm heading to uh, Salmon Arm on Saturday to pick up my uh, dear 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 mother. She's out been out in the uh, west coast of our great country here visiting the brother and sister. So you're going to bring her back to the homeland. She said she's a little homesick. First time she's been home away from home for this long in, in her life, she said. So I'm going to bring her back. Dave, um, today on my way back from Medicine Hat, I uh, stopped at McDonald's. A guy was rushed to get back to Fort McLeod for golf. Um, went with my usual uh, quarter pounder with cheese, two cheeseburgers, fries, and a pop, the meal. Um, noticed the bag was a little bit light. Opened the bag up, one burger, only one cheeseburger. The quarter pounder was there. There was no fries, and the second the second uh, cheeseburger was not in there, and there was no straw. Um, if I wasn't in such a rush, I might have went back, but I don't know if I – I don't know. Um, Dave, how far away do you – like, what's your drive-through etiquette when you uh, – do you check the bag before you drive away? Do you uh, – and if it's wrong, do you turn back? Like what's what's your go-to move with the uh, with the drive-through? <laughs> it really depends. It was quite some years ago. Um, like in the winter, I go through drive-through a lot more. Like uh, specifically for coffee, Tim Hortons is my go-to. And um, I ordered a double double, and I was served a. Uh, no, I don't like. I have two cream, and they gave me a double double. Oh yeah, and then so. I, you drive away and then you have that first sip. And then when that sugar hits my mouth and coffee, it's, it's, it's ruined. Yeah. You might as well have just spit on it. <laughs> and then so the lineups in the winter are so big all the time. I phoned them. I phoned them and said, uh, this, this is, I just, I just had a, had a, had a, had a rage at quick bit. I never went back and they well just come back and I go, no, I'm busy, man. Like just get it right. And whoever did it, let them know. It's different when I'm with the family and like, cause when we're with the family, we're usually hitting it to hit the road. So there's a three hour roadie in front of us. We check the bag because there ain't no, like once when, like, cause when dad's you check the, the bag, wheel, do you check the bag before you pull away from the window or do you check the, like you drive up, and then check the bag. No, no. Like before, like I am, I, I still have eye contact with food server. Okay. The bag is like, cause, uh, cause when you order like for three people at, at a fast food, it's usually two or three bags. Yeah. So uh, I pass it to uh, Kaylee who's sitting beside me and she's like immediately in. Yep. 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 
because my wife also has dietary concerns. So she has to make sure her shit's fine. Mm -hmm. Because I'll tell you what, hungry wife ain't a happy wife. Like hangry. that woman, hangry. Oh, she, she can get hangry and she's passed <laughs> that on to my son. Like I can go a day without eating. I won't be happy about it, but I can do it. Be all right. Those two, I don't want to be around them if they're hungry. Yeah, I got to say, Dave, when I, I reached in the bag and I went, fuck, there's no fucking fries. I, was, I actually swore out loud as I was driving myself. I was disappointed. I was really disappointed because the fries kind of make up as you're snacking, driving down the highway. It, it, it's something easy. You don't got to pay attention. They go all over the truck, whatever. But anyways, it, uh, that was my, uh, my low light of the day. When you get your quarter day, pounder, then do you like, like, when you're driving, do you open up the the box and put the fries in the half? No, no, I I leave the the fries in the bag, and I just oh dip, okay I, I oh like a popcorn and, bag, yeah yeah okay that yeah. way it don't make too much of a mess. But anyways, we'll get on to we'll get on to tonight's show a little bit here. Um, it was no stuck. nuggies. Why don't you get? I some had nuggies? no nuggies. I'm saving those for nuggie challenge next weekend at some point. <laughs> we'll, we'll get on we'll get on that later on tonight. Deanne will get to her I, uh, I, on I the air maybe. Talk about the Maybe nugget challenge. First snowfall. The so if it so if it snows on Wednesday, like whatever, as soon as it snows, that Sunday we have the nuggy challenge. The, the Sunday after it snows is nuggy challenge. Yes. Done. Okay, sold. So it could okay. be it, the way it felt today, it could be like this Sunday. <laughs> yeah. It, it, well, we I, we need it. It won't be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um Trevor Lawrence was given the starting the starting job. Um, in Jacksonville, it was well, it was going to happen no matter what. Um, I have a problem with the, with, especially in football, but it can also happen in hockey where these first overall draft picks or top five draft picks, they, they end up starting or playing a prominent role on their hockey team or football team, basketball and baseball, not baseball, not at all um basketball they, they get to some pretty good seasoning in the uh in the uh in the college ranks i have a bit of a problem with uh, football throwing guys out to the wolves because if a team gets the first overall pick that means they're really bad and i personally think they're setting these kids up to fail it's a lot of work and it's a lot of effort i mean peyton manning went oh and 15 one in 15 or 0 in 16 his first year. So it does work out for some. You go the other hand, Ryan Leaf, there were some other kind of issues with his career. But you look at a lot of first round quarterbacks uh, over the years, Heisman Trophy winners, they are, I personally think they're set up to fail. It's, there's so many variables in football more than any other sport. Um, like, like, first of all, like your coaching and your your offensive coordinator, right? This, sure, you're good in college, but like the NFL now is so fast. Throws you can make, ground the DBs can cover. Um, it's just and and the speed and strength of of the defensive lineman trying to rip your head off. It, it's it's an adjustment period, and and you, you know you got to learn it sooner or later, and and. And why not now? Because a we invested a first round draft pick in front of you, and we got to see what we got. Like you're you're not buying the brand new car, the sports car, to park in the garage. You're buying it to drive it. Let's drive this thing. See what it can do. But you you're gonna drive the, the car around the block a little bit first. You're not gonna take it on the on on the four hundred one. Well, and that's you know what I mean. Like and that's part and that's part two. What's your offensive line like? Because. You know, Sam Darnold in the, with the Jets, like that 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 franchise is such a tire fire. They're so bad. He had no one to throw to, and he had no one to block. So, of course, he's not going to succeed. So, you know, and I feel the same way with hockey players. Like hockey, like those kids come out of junior and they're they're, first, they're going first overall, and they've known they've been going first overall since the time they were fifteen years old, and they they're they're better than the guys their peers, and all of a sudden they're not the best player even on their team, let alone in the league or whatever. You know what I mean? And it's exactly like, I think everybody's a, good here. Like yeah. everybody's good here. Everybody was the best player on their minor hockey team. Everybody did this. Everybody did that. Um, and a lot of these kids, they become fair to Midland players. The first overall picks, not many guys end up being superstars. Um, 
like that Lafreniere kid, he was a, he was a rock star at the World Juniors a couple of years ago. He played with the Rangers last year and didn't hear a word about him. You yeah, know. whereas that that kid that played for Minnesota or whatever that Russian, yeah, he he was un, like I didn't know his name and I, I still can tell it to you right now, but he just lit the league on fire last year. Like do you, and do you think like with with more more so with hockey than with, with football, these kids who get drafted in the first round, they're seventeen years old and then they end up living in New York City. That's a bit of a, a culture shock to begin with. And all like yes, the, the team takes care of things. And they're not running a mock usually, and they, they they put them up with an, with an older player, and they like not billet situation, but they get under someone's wing. Um, football, you get that three or four years of, of college behind you, and you do play in some big games. So I think a, like a, a college or a football player has a bit of an advantage compared to a hockey player who gets drafted first overall. Um. Yeah, like and like when you when you mentioned now like uh, going to the big city too, I think that depends a lot on on the player's experience and the maturity of that player. Because you know what, I think a player, um, the best player playing for University of Michigan or Boston College, and them going to a big city like New York or Philly, they're going to be a lot more adjusted than uh, the farm kid playing for Swift Current. Fuck sakes! I'm sorry because the Oakland A's just tied it up. They, the Yankees blew a six-two lead for their going for their twelfth win in a row. And uh, tell me, Chapman gave it up. Fuck. Tell me, Anyways. Chapman gave it. No, was no, it Chapman? no, some other Chapman's not there. Sorry, Dave. Sorry for interrupting. But you know, I I, I think that makes a huge difference. Um, exactly. Yeah, the, the the program you played in because you're a be, uh, being the big man on campus in a hockey mad. Um, like University of Minnesota or or in Boston College, Boston University, being a the the stud there, like you're you're the stud of a of a twenty thousand, forty thousand student university, right? Yeah. Swift Current, Moose Jaw, and Prince Albert don't have twenty thousand between them. I don't think the town of Swift Current has twenty thousand people. Well, that's what I'm saying. You I know, like, so, like so, PA, Moose, and Swift. Yeah, so, I don't think they have 20,000 like, altogether. The, the, cult, the culture shock right there for a kid like that, I think it'd be pretty tough. And, and I don't, I, I mean, I, I, I'm old enough and you're old enough to remember when guys would, no matter what, no matter where you got drafted, you would spend a year in the minors or you would go I, like uh, a junior. You weren't, you weren't guaranteed to play. And I, I think football should maybe somehow do the same thing because, man, oh, man. It's tough. I mean, like you said, you, you don't you don't uh, you don't buy a new car to, to have it sitting in, in the garage, but you also don't want to ruin the, the new car in the first week because confidence is a it's a fine it's a fine thing and it's it can be really tough. You you can lose your confidence really really quick. I think NFL football is such a different animal though too because um, the programs, the styles, like this is they're not. Of course, they're using it. The, uh, using a new offense and there might be different lingo but so many college programs now are, are playing a pro style offense yeah. i was listening to a podcast when i walked the dog tonight um and nate burleson was on it uh from good morning football and he was talking about it he played at the university of reno he said which was a pretty small college and like there was you can't could get in trouble Have you ever been to reno i have never been to reno don't that's well, it's the biggest little city in tech in in the world, isn't that? They're they're yeah. Me it's, and Dave, it's Danger and I rolled in there once on purpose. Uh, we were going to San Francisco for a bit for a couple of baseball games, so we stayed in Reno for a night. Anyways, go on. Anyways, uh, <laughs> what Nate was talking about is when he got to like he was from Seattle, ended up playing his college ball there. Uh, it was a first round draft pick and. Uh, when he was a rookie and, and just meeting all the, these guys that went to University of Florida, Alabama, University of Michigan. And he was saying that these guys, he was talking about, talking to them about the university experience. He goes like, we, we were the shit. Like we were the shit. Yeah. Like people like throwing like opportunities and up of any kind at them. He goes like, and you know these these universities have 
40,000 students. He goes, yeah. so you're, you're at this, you're at this, on this campus for four years of your life. And, and you don't, you don't meet anybody. It's just like everybody, every face is just there and they all know who you are. Yeah. And so it, it really should, should be in the operative word, um, prepare you for that next step because you're, you're already one of these people that people want to know people want to do things for people want to be your friend. And you're also going to have guys around campus who, uh, are going to use you for their own purposes. That's right. Yeah, no, it makes sense. So I think I th- I think football is different in that it 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 actually the experience of college football life might prepare you better for the the professional life more so than hockey, and I would imagine basketball is the same thing. But like you know, basketball you need seasoning, right? Hockey you you don't always need seasoning, but it probably best like I would say what half of draft, first round draft picks go back to their junior team or, or college team. Yeah. If that, yeah. Whereas in football, I mean, it's done. Like, like, fo- like, football I think, and NBA, it's done. Like I think after the, like in hockey, after the 10th overall pick, they're just picking the next best player. They're, they're not picking, they're not picking for need. It's just, it's just name, 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 name. Like after the first 10, um, well, it's not, is a, there 10 rounds? I thought they cut no, it. No, I mean, as a, as a first 10, Oh, top 10 okay. players like yeah a, a team might draft that a necessity in the first in the first the first 10 10 guys and then after the 10th the 10th overall guy yeah he's a first round guy but he this guy went 21st like the 21st pick to the 11th pick it doesn't make a big difference yeah it, it, like you it's know, the teams in football it, will draft that a necessity for a position yeah whereas hockey yeah. hockey will, will pick the, the next best player well, because that's what they say, right? Draft for talent, trade for position. Yeah. But I think that must be changing. Like I don't, I don't know that because, you know what? You know, if it's, uh, if it's a, depending on your team's needs, right? If it's a coin flip between a, a, a centerman or a D-man, like then you just go in the thing. Like with the D-man is he is he a left shot or a right shot? Because we're we're light on left shots. Yeah. Oh, and then like, well, it's a thing, and we're we're deep at center. You're going to take a sentiment or a D-man before a right winger or left winger every time, I would think, after the second round. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, you take your flyers on goalies and hope they develop. I would, I would honestly, I would never, unless a guy is a carry price, I wouldn't draft a goalie in the first round ever anymore. It's, well, but how do you know they're a carry price? Because Justin Pogge was carry price before carry price, right? I wouldn't go that far. Pogi was, uh, yeah, he, he was awesome. That he had when two he good. He had juice. two good weeks. He had two you good know, weeks. Well, he brought the hit. No, he played for the Hitman. He he went to the Memorial Cup with them. He won the Canada World Juniors. Him and Tuka Rask. Anyway, who would have thought they got traded for each other? Toronto owned to Toronto drafted Tuka Rask, not Boston. Yeah. 1420 podcast for beer the sports talk and a whole lot more check your bag when you before you leave the drive-thru that's dave's advice on, on the night because uh man I, was i disappointed and have fries anyways 1420 podcast we're everywhere you get your podcast dave um surrey what other streaming thing is there other than surrey there's siri there's amazon there's google but that's like, the voice but, was oh. like if you think there's Alexis who Alexis is a, Alexis is Amazon. Is there any other girls or females that, that are in Syria? Well, you, know, you, no, you just say, Hey Google, yeah. Hey Google. Yeah. And then Hey Siri. And that's it. Yeah. And like, can you, I think you can rename them, right? You can call them anything you want. <laughs> what would you rename them if you could? Sally, probably. Hey, Sally. Hey, Sally. Yeah. Why is it always a female name? Like, are, isn't it like I was going to say like something? To tell women what to do. Because <laughs> men what like would, to tell women what to do. Deanne said, "Yeah." Well, what would what would she? What would uh, Deanne? Uh, That's why they never listen. Deanne, you're 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 kind of on the air here. What would if what would you rename Surrey or Alexa? Would you name them Bob? Karen. Karen. Because women like it. to tell women. 
Women like telling women what to Karen do, too. Karen likes to get to the bottom of things. Karen gets to the bottom of things. Anyway, 1420 Podcast, four brewers, four talking a whole lot more. Thanks for listening in. And if, Karen, you phone the manager, I am going to be some kind of pissed. Karen. <laughs> Karen. Karen always wants to see... Karen always wants to talk to the manager. You can get shrunk down. Yeah. No, just wait, just wait. Go ahead, sorry. You can get shrunk down. Can you hear this, Dave? Yeah, I can hear it. We're still recording. Oh, shit. When the season first started, the San Diego Padres were... uh, They were a team we reckoned with. with Their beautiful brown pinstripes with the yellow trim. Uh, They were... uh, supposed to be contenders for the um, National League West. Then you look at the Toronto Blue Jays. They were supposed to take the next step into uh, hopefully a wild card spot, not maybe to win the division. But as the season got longer, and these young players, for the first time in their lives, played 162 games because last year was the COVID year. A couple of years back, they were all in the minors. And they'll play 100 games. 144 games, and then you get your days off, and then when they play college or wherever they played, they don't play as many games. Dave, do you think that uh, we talked about the other night how the the, uh, the baseball season could be too long? Was the baseball season just too taxing for teams like San Diego and Toronto because they're, they're they're young guys, just they don't got it right now. Like Tatis Jr., he signed for a long time. And he's really faded away. He was a wild. He was going to be an MVP candidate. Probably still in there. Vladdy for the for the Jays. He's gone into uh, nowhere land. And same with uh, Bichette. Is the season too long for these young kids? I think, uh, yeah, I do. It, it, it's I think it's part of the season process. I think it's part of the um, the learning to be a pro. 162 games is a long time. Sure, you can get hot, and sure, you can ring off 15, 20 games in a row, but it's, I won't say every team, a lot of teams have that, not 15, but like, and like a lot of teams can win 15 out of 20, 15 out of 21. You, you can get hot, but to sustain consistent, not even excellence, just con- consistent performance, it's a grind and, and, and young kids, it's, you gotta learn. You gotta learn. Like it's not, you, you gotta, you gotta ride through these emotional ups and downs. You just gotta approach every day and get your hacks in and, and contribute every single day. And, and emotionally kids like, you know, when you're 21, you're, you're high and low that you, you have to be able to, have the mental maturity and your approach at the plate and not get down on yourself. And, and I think, I think these young teams like the Jays and the Padres are learning that right now. You know, how like, long, how it's a grind. If you look at the team, the, the, the Cubs team that won in 2000, what was it? 16, uh, their first world series in 120,000 years, whatever it was. Uh, they had a good young team, obviously uh, Bryant and Rizzo, and they're all gone now. But then they also had Grandpa Rossi catching, and uh, now he's the manager of the Cubs. Lineup construction is huge, and no matter what sport you got, and having Rossi on that team as a calming influence, and and uh, having some professionals is very uh, some guy, older guys. I think it's very important because you could have all the talent in the world if you don't if you don't have between the ears and have something, somebody telling you how to be a pro and how to approach your day to day and don't get too high, don't get too low. It, it don't matter. So having your roster construction, having some veterans, it helps. Cause you know what? At the end of the day, that veteran probably is going to come through like, like Ross did in the world series. He hit a home run in game seven. I believe, you know, the Yankees, they have a bunch of young guys, Brett Gardner, who I'm not a huge fan of anymore. I think he's stuck around a little bit too long, but he's still, he's doing some things right now that, uh, the, the younger guys aren't playing now for the Yankees and Gardner's still there because they, they, they've been through the grind for a long time. And I, I think it's a, it's a huge importance to just not – the best talent doesn't always win. And, and, well, yeah, well, like, yeah, because, you know, the, the, the talent, like when we say the best talent, the best talent in a, in a, in a 20-game span or the best 
talent from game one, the most consistent talent yeah. from game one to 162. And that's a lot. And, you know, like, even though you hate, uh, you were so down on your Yankees and, 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 and you were ready to divorce them. I'm wearing the hat now, they're, but anyways, <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they, they are, they've been around the block. Like most, like 90% of that team has been in the playoffs. Yeah. That's right. Huge. And, and that, and that helps a lot. So you, you know what it takes Boston, um, they're feeding as well, but that's also a young team, right? They don't have a lot of. Yeah. They were playing above their heads and a lot. They're yeah. playing above their heads a lot. And, uh, and now it's, it's coming to the last 50 games They're they're starting, they won tonight, but, um, it's, it's such a grind. And it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's six months of playing every day, plus travel, plus, plus, plus. And I, I think the, the biggest thing is you got to have not only a good, um, supporting cast, you got to also have guys in minor leagues who can come up and fill a role for a couple of weeks. And if you're, if your system isn't there, you, you aren't going to win in baseball. And yeah, you, you, you need depth. You need depth. You need obviously elite talent, but you need, you need depth. You need players to fill in um, like the Jays too. It, it seems uh stringer. Like when he's in the lineup, they're electric and they, they obviously miss him. Like he's, it appears to me that he's a leader on and off, like with the stick. Yeah, when he plays there, they're, 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 they're phenomenal. But he's been they're injured, on fire, like you know, and, yeah. And when you have a when you have a when you have a, a money player, just ask Ricky, yeah. uh, leading off the inning, it it helps. It, it, it leads a spark, and I think uh, an electric, dynamic All Star leadoff man really can add a lot of spark to a team, like uh, offensively. It changes the game completely. Like uh, you, if you watch, uh, like I'll go back to. WCBL because I'm up close and personal when I'm on the field and there's a kid who comes up and you, you, you recognize the kids and you go, yeah, okay, this is going to be a good at bat because the kid, he, he knows, he knows the game a little bit and he can get on base and that changed the game a huge, huge. When you, you mm-hmm. have those guys that can find a way to get on base and it, it helps a lot. But when you got guys struggling and a, a, a hit, a pitch that they're hitting 400 feet, on a consistent basis in April come August, they're not, it's, it changes the game completely. Yeah. And now you're now, instead of like driving that thing in the gap, you're fouling it off or, or like, and just like, you're just missing, but you know, that's what baseball is. It's all about just missing or, or not. An inch here and an inch there can be different between 250 and 300. There's no doubt about that. Speaking of which, uh, when we're like, uh, I'll look for it. I love speaking uh, of witches. Uh, there was uh, on baseball, I think I saved it. There was a there was a, a, a guy, like a major leaguer, a name I knew, who swung literally 10 seconds before that ball hit. I he saw was, that. He read that changeup really wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was. It I've never seen a. It's not what you want. Missing. No, that, that, that was uh, like he was done his swing before it hit the plate. Dave, uh, we'll get off this subject for half a second here. Um, driving home today, heard in the radio that Teddy Bridge over troubled water. <laughs> oh, Denver Broncos. Uh, Denver Broncos starting quarterback. He's. Uh, following in the footsteps of Tim Tebow, John Elway, and the likes. Uh, how is Bridge Over Troubled Water going to do this season? Well, I've always liked him. Uh, he got he got bit by the injury bug, right? And that's what happened. He was uh, Minnesota's quarterback of the future. They showed some faith. They signed him. And he destroyed his knee in the preseason on a fluke injury. And then now he's bounced around. He... Uh, he was with Carolina last year. He was with um, New Orleans the year before that. Yeah. And, and thank Christ the Broncos didn't throw a, a shit ton of money at – who was it that we, we signed? Uh, Joe Flacco gave him a cup of coffee for $30 bucks. gave – God damn, another smelt. Way too much money. I like Bridgewater more than that. This Drew Locke. It's his fucker walk year. I'd wish that Drew Locke would get the starts uh, right off the hop. But I don't mind Bridgewater. 
he totally shit all over Carolina where he was last year. He said we didn't even practice two minute drills. But on the flip side of that, I have zero faith in uh, Vic Fangio, the Broncos head coach. I don't know what he's doing. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, You're talking so. Egyptian to me, man. I don't even know. Well, let's just say I'm cautiously optimistic. optimistic. Yeah, I am not taking the safety net off. Bridge over troubled water, Teddy. Teddy, yeah, Ruxpin, he's a, whatever. He's a good, he's a good guy. I think you're three, the, the three most famous Teds. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner uh teddy roosevelt roosevelt uh, T- ted danson danson okay that, that's a famous ted isn't it no the three the three most famous teds is ted danson one of the three most famous teds well for me at this very okay. point yes um ted danson and uh, teddy ruxpin teddy ruxpin <laughs> The end. You got three famous Ted's. Danson made yours too, eh? Ted Williams, Ted Danson. Oh yeah. And who? The end. And Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, I would. Yeah. Ted Turner. Oh, that's a good one too. So Roosevelt and Danson, eh? Yeah. Well, what's yours? Roosevelt too. I'd go William Ted Teddy ball game Ted Williams. Ruxpin for some reason comes to mind. I don't know why. <laughs> and now dancing's in my head, so I can't uh, dance with myself. So I can't. Uh, I can't get away from that. So that's three. I don't know. Neither do I. Well, Ted Roosevelt's pretty, pretty big deal. He was a pretty big deal. Teddy Roosevelt was a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, I sat in a bar that in San Antonio that. Uh, where Teddy Roosevelt re, uh, recruited guys to fight for this, the Rough Riders. Jesus. You know, the Rough Riders was an American thing before they were two Canadian, two Canadian football teams. teams. I did not know yeah. that. I learned. We yeah. learned something. Like, there's a little bit of uh, knowledge from the 1420 podcast team tonight that the Rough Riders were actually an American thing before there were two Canadian football teams. Yeah. Like, so apparently, like, to, to fight, I think it was to uh, perhaps – Coerce uh, the indigenous populations in the southern U- United States to maybe let people settle, settle there. I think that's what it was. And so he would go to Teddy Roosevelt before he was president, would go to this bar and like get people pissed and say, Hey, sign up. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then the next day they had a they gave him a gun and a horse. And I don't know if this is still a rule, but this was back in 1994, I think, one of the years that, that, uh, uh, Ralphie got elected here in Alberta. It was illegal to have a bar open during the day on election day because that's what would happen. They, the the guys who were trying to get elected would get guys all hammered up at the local saloon and they'd vote for him. Because I remember, I believe you're right. Because the day that Poozer's first first or second was born, we wanted to go for drinks or something, and we couldn't go in Fort McLeod anywhere because the bars were closed until the polls were closed. And that was, early, that was as early as 94, I believe. Yeah. Well, that was like not that long ago. So it's Well, you know, yeah, it, it would have been a thing. Yeah, it was quite know, funny. Because we all make the best and most sound decisions after a couple. Every sound decision I've made has been after a couple, Dave. 1420 well, you know. podcast, more beer with a sports talk, and a whole lot of good decisions. We'll talk to you in a second. It's not a good decision unless there's a couple of regrets. That's right. 
Uh, America's pastime, it's uh, peanuts and Cracker Jacks, but the biggest thing at a, at a, at a baseball game is a hot dog. Uh, people love hot dogs, but there was something reported, Dave. I don't know if you saw this. It was on in Time Magazine. Um, 35 seconds off of your life for every hot dog you've had. Um, Joey Chestnut would be dead. So I got to audit this, this whole thing. How many minutes or how many years of your life would you have lost? Or, or Because 35 seconds is a lot. Or hot dog tanks. Every time I have a hot dog, say at home here, I have, I have a double dose of dog. Like there's two hot dogs there to my house. One's not enough, two's too many, you know, one of those deals. But that seems like a pretty large number. And why are they, they studying something like that? Like if you're eating dogs, you're you're not really too concerned about your health. Well, yeah, no, but you can overdo it. I I, I know you can overdo it. You and, shouldn't and, eat a 12-pack of dogs. I get it, but I never crave a hot dog ever. Like you but know, if, it, if it's in front um, of you, you'll have it though. Uh, maybe not. Like I've I've said, like you want a hot? Nah, I'd rather not. Like from the age of twenty five to forty five, I don't know if I ate twenty hot dogs. I don't know if I had a hot dog a year. Come on, I've eaten I've eaten more hot dogs since my son's been alive. Yeah, than in the previous twenty years, and my son's eleven. So there's no doubt I've eaten more hot dogs since he's been alive because he likes hot dogs well they're but good now they're they're not bad but they're not good i'm a sausage guy i'll 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 take a sausage down the hole so does this study just it's just hot dogs and not sausage and uh what else i, I believe it i believe it has to be just hot dogs because of all the nitrates and like it's really like when you look at it that doesn't look like me like Whereas the sausage is actual a casing with well, but if it's an all beef wiener is a good wiener, man. Well, when we say all beef, you know, like that that's that's hoof and asshole and eyeballs, right? Like like define beef now. It comes does beef when you say it contains all beef, so that means it just came from this cow. Well, I would, a, I would, I would there, hope they wouldn't lie about, like, say it's horse meat from Fort McLeod. Like, I no, would no, say no, 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 no. But like, yeah, it's all beef. But then you know, like, there's some, there's some intestines, some lungs, some. There's a lot of organ meat. That's so, you're, so, so you're gonna audit audit the term all beef and say it should be all cow. That's what I think it should say. I think it should say it's all cow. Would that would do you think that would deter people from eating the hot dogs if it's all beef compared to all cow? Um, well, we've the, the the saying's been like it's it's all lips and assholes like for since I was wee, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's like uh, a hot dog is just the lips and assholes, and so I got to believe that because yes. But there's better quality wieners, you know, like uh, as as I've gotten uh, since my son is, I, I have found out we, we actually buy two different kinds of wieners. Uh, the, there's uh, the, it's not the Kirkland brand. My son loves the Kirkland brand. The other uh, brand, I think it's Country Harvest or something like that. You actually have to peel them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. Those are, those are pretty good. Those are really good. Actually. Yeah, like the, the, get them out of the, the bulk bin, I guess. And they're yeah, that's a good. Well, one. They're not bulk, yeah, but they're they're joined, and you have to cut yeah. them and peel that little pot. Those, those are that's those a, are, those that's a good wiener. I don't like those those fucking Schneider's ones in the package. Like they're little. You, like you get them in this two in the morning when you're passing by the Seven Eleven, where they're gonna bag of them, and you have too many and whatever. But uh, I just I just find I that number to be awfully high. Because Joey Chestnut can eat 70 hot dogs in, a, in 10 minutes or whatever it is. So yeah. when, when he does that, he's losing 35 seconds of his life. That number is high. Well, you know, maybe once it's digested, because, you know, the, it's, it's been around for a long time. You got to, you, you should, uh, like nitrates preserved and prepackaged isn't good for you. Um, but it's delicious. Like, so like, so I, I pity the poor pig, that, that that tasty, tasty, tasty animal. The ham is all smoked and nitrates. The bacon, 
the uh, and then like and you take that pork shoulder and how do you prepare it at home? You smoke that thing. And I I, I don't know this, but I got to guess when you're like if smoking cigarettes isn't good for you, I'm guessing cooking your food with smoke. Well, smoking a cigarette idea. and smoking food are two different types of smoke. I'm assuming. I like without a doubt. I do. I, I do I get just, that. But but like it's adding that flavor, and I believe that to be the nitrate flavor that is just so goddamn delicious. And also too, the pork that makes it even tastier is is is, is adding salt. Oh, I love salt. I love pork. Of smoke in my hand or in my meat. <laughs> you, gotta watch, you gotta watch how you word that. Uh, it was, uh, I had something to say and I totally forgot what it was. How good pork oh, is? Bacon. Um, I don't think, don't, I like bacon. I do, but I think it gets a, a pass. It gets, I think it's a, I think it's a little overrated. Like it gets, people talk about it too much. I, you know, you, you might be right there. Yeah. It's yeah, good. Yeah, like, but, oh, bacon, mm, bacon, bacon there, bacon this, bacon that. And there's bacon bits. Ugh, just fucking yeah. bacon. You know, like uh, bacon wraps, uh, filet mignons, like you see those all the time. Yeah. Right? You know what? The filet's a pretty damn tasty piece of meat. Like, you don't ba- have like to wrap it. Bacon wrap scallops, it ruins yeah. the scallop because you know what? All you taste is the fucking bacon. Yeah. And now it's chewy. Bacon does not, be, does not need to be included with everything. Right, like bacon, yeah, they, they, they add bacon to stuff to make people order it. And I, and I 100% agree with that. But you know what? Like, I'll, I'll take, bacon has its place, but it's not my all-time. Like, I don't need bacon. I don't, Especially, one thing, because Deanne does it better than I do. She cooks bacon in, in the oven. I cook it on the stove in a frying pan, so the, the whole house smells for three days afterwards. Yeah, like when I do bacon, I uh, we either do it. We have a microwave dish. We do it in the microwave, and yeah. if you watch it, like it, it does well. But if I have to t- cook bacon for, like, if we're having people over and we need a lot of bacon, I do it on the barbecue on a sheet pan to keep it outside. So it's the health smells yeah. like bacon for three days. Yeah, there's yeah, more. I think a bit of a- I think we're finding more downfalls to bacon than we really wanted to. Oh, it's still absolutely delicious. And oh, I'm, it's good. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to be smirched. Like, so if there was a piece of bacon, a Boston cream donut, and a hot dog. A, a what? And a hot a dog. piece of bacon, a Boston cream donut, or a, and a hot dog all on the table? Yeah. And you can, and you can like, and you just, you so get there's one, one of bite. Each. Yeah, and you only get one bite. So there's a hot dog, a Boston yeah. cream donut, yeah. and a piece of bacon. Bacon. Yeah. I'm not doing bacon. So not enough. No, but you only get one bite. You only one, get one, one bite. One bite. I'm doing donut. In Boston cream in it? I love donuts, man. I see. And I think I'd take oh. a bite of the... I think I'd take a... Uh, for sure, number one for me is bacon. Number two, for sure, is Boston cream. Three is the, the right hot dog? Start, yeah, with that, like, by a long oh, shot. Yeah. Well, now that it's 35 seconds off your life, you would never have another hot dog ever. Well, if it's, yeah, but if it's only one bite, then it's only like seven seconds. Seven seconds, good enough. <laughs> Anyways, there's our there's our scientific research on the, the, the history of the hot dog and everything else. In the 14. When was the podcast. last time you had a hot dog at home and you ran out of buns and so you had to wrap it in a piece of bread, like kid style? Oh, fuck. Not that long ago. Uh, <laughs> Three I week- hated that as a kid. Three weeks ago. <laughs> three weeks ago. We, we, you wrapped it in a piece of bread. I think we did. Dan and I went to Mojo's. We were walking back. We were hungry, whatever. Get some hot dogs. And uh, we ran out of buns and wrapped it in something. And the hot dog wrapped in a hot dog. I don't know what the heck happened there. <laughs> we ran out of buns. Hot dog wrapped in a hot dog. A few weeks back. Oh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> when fun. I was a kid, and I still do it to this day, like when we do have the hot dogs. You ever put cheese whiz on your hot dog? I like that. You know what's good on a hot dog? We'll get off this quick because it, it, I love talking about hot dogs. That jarred um, cheese sauce, the old that Dutch cheese sauce thing. Oh, with like the spicy the sauce. sauce. Yeah. And I'll, you put that on a dog. Oh, it's like an angel pissed on your tongue, man. It's so oh. good. 
Oh, see, I, lo- I love Cheese Whiz on my dog. Cheese Whiz and a, and a tiny little river of ketchup. And if there's uh, sauerkraut in the fridge, that gets on it too. Some peppers. Oh, yeah. You can load that thing up, eh? Yeah. I, I do miss coming out of the bar at whatever time yes, of night. And that spanky dogs. Yeah, yeah. What, was, what was the place in the hat? What were they called? The hot dog place? But they had the, the, the cart. The yeah. cart outside the, the hot dog outside the bar. Oh, so that was good. just a money printer. Oh, and then they're all over the cab when you get out. Just, just an atrocity, really. And they stink. Who knows how much they change that water in those? Hopefully, never. Adds the flavor, man. <laughs> they should make hot dog wiener gravy like they do sausage gravy. Wiener water soup. <laughs> Wiener water soup. Anyways, 1420 podcast, four members of sports talk, and apparently a whole lot about a hot dog. Fourteen twenty podcast, four members of sports talk, and a whole lot more. Back to back shows, back to back jacks, uh, belly to belly. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday this week for uh, stupid, crazy reasons. Life gets in the way and all that stuff. But anyways, uh, segment Dave started uh, quite some time ago now. Eight, uh, eight months ago, it could have been, who knows. But uh, the would you rather, uh, we're going to do some rapid fire would you rathers here. I'll do one, Dave does one. We'll see uh, We'll see how it ends up. We've never done, done this before. It's uh, flying by the seat of our pants tonight. Dave, would you rather win the Little League World Series or lose... In game seven, or, or the lose the College World Series. You know what? I think I would rather win the World Series as a 12-year-old because your whole your whole life's in front of you. It doesn't mean your career is over. It means you do have a chance, perhaps, to go on to lose the College World Series because then that's a that's an accomplishment in and of itself. But, you know, um, you win together. You, you, you what, What's that saying? You win a championship, you walk together forever. Forever, yeah. Yeah, like, so you like you will have friends. When you're 50, you'll be You'll have a reunion. You'll talk about it. The, the, yeah, one guy moved away. This guy sold insurance in his hometown. This guy did this. This guy did that. You, you, yeah. you, you win, you're a champion forever. Right. I agree. Yeah. And, it's, and the thing about, okay, and I just don't want to get yeah, the rapid okay. fire, but the thing about it is that when you, if you win the Little League World Series, you're 12, and those are the best friends you'll ever have. For It's like Stand By Me. For that summer. For that summer, you're the best well, friends you'll it's, ever it's, have. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bonding. You spend, if you're winning the Little League World Series, you're spending an absolute shit ton of time yeah. together. So, right, no, like I think you're it's, uh, doing it's, everything. they're showing a bunch of highlights, so that's why I brought that one up. Go ahead, Dave. Did you see that highlight? Uh, the two kids on the grass, and the and the kid showed his buddy, uh, like a, a big breasted woman on his phone. No, I didn't see that. No. I'll send it to you. It's it was hilarious. I'll, I'll post it on 1420, Dave, too. It's it was it's a really funny clip. Who wins? Fight to the death. No, no guns. John McClain or Jason Bourne? Oof. Jason Bourne. I think so too. He's like the close confines fighting, like those fight scenes and that. Yeah. Jason Bourne. McClain is tougher than nails. Yeah. But Bourne had a lot more stuff going on where he had more resources and things and stuff going on in his head, I think. Where Bourne, like using a pen and yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas McLean, you couldn't punch him hard enough. No, no, like he he was, yeah, he was the tomato can, he could take a lot of hits. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I go, I go, Bourne. The the Bourne identity was the first one, I believe so. But those that was awesome. Like, I love, like, that's a movie. If I come across, I'll watch a board. I didn't because know they, like the first time I watched that, I, I didn't think anything happened. It was just odd. Like it just there's a lot of stuff, but nothing happened. Well, I'm very deep, Dave. No, you're not deep. Like a well. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to add anything to that. Uh, let's see another. Would you rather rapid fire? Would you rather not dress in the Stanley Cup finals and get a ring or win a conference championship and lose in the finals and play a full-time role? Ring, ring, ring. All day, every day. When if I, like, at the end of the day, when my career is over as a professional athlete, regardless of how much money I made or did not make, once again, you win a, you win a championship, you're walking together forever. I, I, I want to ring. Do you, do you honestly think, like when, like, when they bring out the Black Aces on the Stanley Cup and there's a bunch of, who the fuck's this guy? Like, if, if, um, I'm, if I'm Steven Stutz, okay, if I'm Steven Stamkos, not, he probably didn't do this. He's probably a really nice guy. But he's not passing the cup to Brent Radlinski of the Black Aces. You know what I mean? I know, I know exactly what you're saying. But when the cup makes its summer tour, Brent Radlinski, the Black Ace, gets a day with the cup at, uh, at the Green Bridge. <laughs> we, we, we discussed that in some uh, past 1420 podcast for sure. Uh, rapid fire, uh, would you rather, Dave? Throw one at me. These are all off the cuff, folks, by the way. Who wins the fight, John Rambo or Rocky? Rambo or Rocky? Who's tougher? Uh, who wins the fight? Jesus Christ. Well, Rambo got shot with bullets. No, he got shot at. He got, he had to have been hit. One, one of those, one bullet must have hit him. Well, I don't know if 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 uh running through the mean streets of Hope BC back in 1982, he would have got hit. <laughs> he would have got hit by a one bullet had to have hit him. Uh who's who wins a fight? Rambo or Rocky? Like Rocky, you couldn't punch him hard enough, eh? Like Apollo had him down, Mr. T had him down, Drago had him down. Drago, well, who um, did have him down? They, he was down. Yeah, whereas whereas uh John Rambo really never, never went did. down. Never went down. He like I see because he never got shot. I think as, he was as like, much as much to my chagrin. I I, I hate to say it because Rocky's one of my favorite all time characters. Rocky Two is the best movie ever. Um, I gotta say, Rambo beats Rocky. I think you're right because he fights to he fights to kill, whereas uh, Rocky is is bound by the rules of uh, was it the Marcus of Queensbury rules of boxing? Yeah. Yeah, Mickey's yelling out in his ear and he's pissed <laughs> off. Hey, he'll knock your block off, Rocky. <laughs> whereas, whereas Rambo was like the deep-seated personal vendetta. Issues, grievances, major yeah. concerns, his coconut. Yeah, yeah, you ain't knocking that. Guy. I haven't watched a Rambo movie for a long, long time. Maybe I should, uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Not. Like, maybe they're I'm just probably too not ultra- going to. Who am I kidding? I'm maybe not- they're too ultraviolet to put them on. Like, you, you never, I never stumbled across a Rambo. Right. Would you rather in your first uh, professional game, I got, it's a three pack. Throw for two touchdowns and rush for one. Score a hat trick or hit for the cycle. What about that kid last week? Uh, his first major league Perfect. start. And, uh, I got a no hitter and, and uh, he's uh, up for the Rick award this week. Clay. That's, something, something. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want. I would throw a no hitter. I would throw the no hitter on my first professional start. Um, number two would be uh, the quarterback uh, throw for two, run for one. Yeah. But That's the, the, the problem it. you got there is that then you, with the, the this is total non, non-consequential because it's probably not going to happen, but the Twitter hate you would have the next week when you suck. At, hear me out. Because everybody's, no, yeah. everybody's got you on their fantasy team after week one. They dropped this guy and they picked up Dave Van Robey's quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who threw for two, rushed for one, 240 yards passing in the air, 80 yards rushing, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden you got the blue check mark by your fucking Twitter account name. Why? And then you just come out the next week and just shit it. Like, just shit it. I, yeah, I, but- I don't know. But as a professional athlete, could you imagine with with such a dominant first day performance, how much rope you're going to get? Yeah, 
Like you can suck for two or three games after that because you got like you've shown. Well, I did this once. I can do it again. Oh, everybody saw it, right? You saw me. You saw me. Everybody saw me. Like it was in the USA Today. Like I fucking did it. Like whereas hitting for hitting for the cycle, that's more luck than skill. Without a doubt. I mean, it's skill, obviously, to do it. Yeah, but the planets align because who hits triples, right? Yeah, like who hits for the cycle? Like, yeah, it's that's that's they that's that's planets aligning. Yeah. Would you rather climb Everest or swim the English Channel? Sounds like a lot of work for either of them. Oh shit, ton of work. Would you rather climb Mount Mount Everest or swim swim the English Channel? Uh, see, I think like the. I the would rather day, day between the two of them. I would rather masturbate with a cheese grater. Um, <laughs> that would be. Uh, I don't think I could do either. Um, and Everest, Everest seems like a rich person's thing. They just okay. I'm gonna, and then they get some guy to carry your shit. If you're, yeah. if you're swimming, you got to do that on your own. I'd rather swim yeah. the English Channel. And in the English Channel, like once you start it, it's a dig. Where Everest is like a month commitment, right? You gotta like and like get I said, there someone else is carrying your shit. Yeah, and you gotta acclimatize and like well, uh, what? It, yeah, I think you get to base camp or something, and oh, go and, 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 and you literally gotta hang out there for a week so your body can get used to the thinner oxygen. You gotta go to the next camp and hang out there for a week and walk around. <laughs> if it's, you're if you're climbing Everest and you got to go to base camp to get acclimatized to the thin air, if you pull out a pack of Demorier, they say, like, get the fuck out of here. Ah, uh, no, I think you can probably sell Demorier. Like, uh, like if you, you, like, got, you, a carton, that you got a Cartner Marley's in your back pocket, thinking, like, fuck that. You're if selling you're, those. Like, for if, you're going up, if, a pack. You, if you're going well, up the hill, uh, having a dart hanging out of your yap, and that guy's carrying your shit, or has he got one in his yap too? Well, you know, that's what you say. What are you doing? I go, I'm acclimatizing. Sher- like Sherpas? I, they come Sherpas, right? Yeah, yeah. My body's used to less oxygen because I'm a smoker. Like, and so every base camp, I'm just going to smoke uh, one pack a day less. The Sherpas having darts going up Mount Everest anyways. <laughs> uh, try to think of one more here. I think we've talked about this one. Uh, would you rather... Okay, this is a twist. Would you rather catch a baseball on opening day as a stands, foul ball, home run, whatever, yeah. or get a puck at the Stanley Cup Finals? Uh, I think I'd rather take a puck. I'll take the puck because A, it's a championship game, and and B, it's, yeah, because the the I think more baseballs are brought home by fans and pucks. Um, because of the netting. And I also think um, the if it's a Stanley Cup final, that's way more important than opening day, in my mind. To me, a puck's a puck. I don't know. Some about a baseball. That's just well, me. Like I'm 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 a baseball dork, obviously, but well, something about a puck, there's something about a baseball. There, there's they use a lot more baseballs in a game than they do pucks, right? Maybe. Oh, for sure. I don't. Yeah, you're you're right. I I mean, I, I, like I I I don't I don't know the answer, but I can't believe there's yeah, they, they, there's there's not a hundred a hundred pucks going going out of play. There's no doubt. You about know, that. that's a, that's another point. Like you know, uh, if you go to a baseball game, you go to a hockey game, you have a chance of walking away with a souvenir, the yeah. ball or the puck. No one walks out of an NBA game with a basketball. Uh. No, no, I think they asked for those back. If, they, if the basketball goes in the stands, <laughs> they want that back. You know, you know they, hey, I got this ball. Like, yeah. Yeah, and you know, like in a hot and football, like uh, you see the occasional fan get their hands on one or get what given to them. Funny story. Uh, fuck, 2000, God damn, who cares what year it was. Uh, me and my brother were at USC Notre Dame and a guy – he was throwing it out of bounds because it was a broken play. Didn't help. Um, they were in the red zone. And the ball came, and we were sitting front, first or second row in the end zone there. And uh, Mike 
it was in his hands and he dropped it and it bounced off his hands and went over top. So I don't know what would have happened, oh. but it was in his hands. He had it and he, he uh, well, he's Canadian. There's a, re- there's a reason he was he's, in the stands. He's short Canadian and Ukrainian. So he wasn't catching that ball, but they, that was his one hands shot of, at glory. Hands of rock. Yeah, hands of rock. And there, there you go. But it was a lot of laughs. Anyways, Dave, fun show tonight. A lot of laughs. We did get too sports centric, but uh, we had some laughs and, my weekend starts here, and your weekend keeps going from here. So, what's uh, what do you got going on? Just TCBM uh, last weekend of um summer, uh, August. Uh, sorry, uh, Labor Day is the end of summer, and that is ten short days away. Yeah. So, just TCBM. Let's uh, let's get to the the long weekend and and make some plans and and bid summer. Adieu. Adieu. It's over. It's getting, uh, it's at that point. Anyways, 1420 podcast, four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. Um, Dave, take care of each other, but more probably take care of yourselves. We need you around. Keep your stick on the ice and what else? I don't want to see Jim swimming at any high pitches. Jimmy, don't swing at high pitches. Hey, good luck in the big smoke in Vancouver, Jimmy. He's uh, moving out on Saturday morning, so he's, uh, he's hey. close. Head down, ass up. Don't take any shit. There you go. Take care. Comb your hair. (laughs) Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you on the weekend. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.